Live from the ACU of Texas Studios, this is the Clear Lake Today Podcast Network. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Doreen. And good morning, world. Yes. It's beautiful outside, isn't it? Fall weather is just absolutely my favorite time in Texas. It is. It's really awesome. Yes. Even though this is fake fall right now. You know that, right? I'll take it. Fake and all. (laughs) So we're here this morning. We, of course, I'm Doreen Hughes and I'm Michelle Hatmaker. And we are the black and white of real estate. So we have a guest in the studio this morning and we're going to be talking about all kinds of fun things. And he's kind of easy on the eyes too. He's like um, eye candy. Watch it, you cougar, you. Oh, yay. (laughs) OMG. I'm just saying. Well, you're the single one, so you can get away with it. I'm the single girl. That's That's right. right. Okay. I think everybody needs, when they see eye candy, they need to call out eye candy. They need to honor it. That's That's, right. That's the word. Got it. I just just look. (laughs) Well, I'm really glad to hear you don't touch. (laughs) That's nice to know, Doreen. So it's a great, great day. It's um, so much to be thankful for. It's... um, You know, we talk about a lot of things, but of course, this show is about real estate. It's about our community. It's about our lifestyle within the community. It's about real living. It's about real living. And the name of our company is Real Living, the Hatmaker Group. And we are real, real realtors. That's right. (laughs) That's a mouthful. Good Lord. I haven't had my extra shot in my coffee this morning. I don't think I can say that yet. Real, real realtors. See, you couldn't (laughs) either. So, you know, we're all about bringing you some very valuable information, whether you're a first time home buyer in the market to buy or selling, because at the end of the day, it's all about a place called home. That's right. It's the American dream. It's where we raise our families. It's where we sleep at night. Make our memories. That's right. We raise babies there. Run naked through the house. Correct. Yeah, things like that. You know, my family home still, the last time I went there was like 10 years ago, we still had markers and the children's growth on the door. You know, how tall are you? Oh, that's special. Yeah. 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 A lot of families do that. They do. But you know, the, the odd thing is they do that, but I think the average time a family stays in a home is what, six years? And then they move. So to find that and Not find me. a family, me, I'm, I'm, when you get me in a place, I stay for a while. But, um, you know, so it, it is unusual that you find a family that gets to go through that whole phase of those markers mm-hmm. and they still have the home. Mm-hmm. And that's really cool. Well, see, I grew up in a home that I don't think was ever finished. Oh, I had one of those. So my, my, my parents bought this old brownstone in Brooklyn that was, was not... Oh, that cool. explains you. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm a Brooklyn girl. Oh, Lord. So you, you have know? this brownstone you grew up in. I bet that was really kind of neat, though. But this thing was old. I was embarrassed to bring my friends to this old house because there was always something broken. Ah, yeah. And my father never, he says, if I fix it up, I wouldn't have anything to do. Well, how many kids did you have in your family, too? A lot. He probably didn't have time. <laughs> A lot. Yeah. But this old brownstone back in the day was not the coolest place. 
And when they sold that home, it was the coolest place. Oh, I bet. That's one of the benefits of holding on for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, but yeah, my, my childhood home was never finished. Never. Well, that's why yours is perfect now. I'm not so sure about that, but we're working on that. You are. That's right. <laughs> we're working on that. So this morning, um, of course, we want to shout out to, um, it's um, this month is Breast Cancer Awareness. That's I'm wearing right. my pink. That's right. And um, you know what I noticed? And I didn't realize there had been a change in kind of the approach to breast cancer awareness. It's no longer I'm a breast cancer survivor. It's I'm a breast cancer thriver. Thriver. And I think that is absolutely awesome. Mm-hmm. And you're not a survivor, you're a warrior. Mm-hmm. And that is so true. And breast cancer happened to both male and female, That's men right. and women. Mm-hmm. So wanted to give a shout out to all the thrivers out there. That's right. Male and female. Male and female to say, if you haven't done so, please go and get your mammogram. Yes, that's absolutely right. You have a whole month to do it. Mm-hmm. And um, statistically, they have shown that if you have early screening, early detection, you have a great chance mm-hmm. of recovery. It matters. That's so, right. Ladies and gentlemen, go get your mammogram. It's it's important. It's important. Yeah. It's especially now with all the COVID nineteen yeah. and all the other stuff. That's it's just, one thing you can kind of control mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. So. It's one thing to take off your plate. So as I said, we have the um Michael. Mr. Michael mm-hmm. Drone. Yes. That's his name. Michael Drone. Would you introduce him? Well, Michael is kind enough to be here with us this morning. He is with Brian and Brian Inspections, and that's B-R-Y-A-N, correct? correct? Yes. And um, we decided that in the course of our little series here about, so you want to buy a house, now what, kind Mm -hmm. of, uh, that inspections obviously are a major component of that, right, Michael? They truly are. I mean, it's like going to your family doctor. You know, you need to do it before you do any major surgery. You need to do it before you buy a home. We always recommend and encourage our clients to get an inspection. So tell us a little bit about you and, you know, how did you get into the inspection business? And then we're going to talk about what's the inspection. And like you said, it's going like to your family doctor. Yeah. So um, I'm actually smiling. (laughs) I've actually been in the real estate industry for the better part of five years now. I started off actually as a realtor, as a client of Brian and Brian uh, when I first started out. And I always had a really great experience with their inspectors and with their reporting and just what they added to the inspection, which you could add on to it without having to call five or six other different businesses and try to coordinate all of that in the option period. And that was a, a huge value add for my clients. It mm-hmm. made me look good. right? Um, and it made things just a a streamlined process for them. And it gave us more time to negotiate in that period. Well, when you have everything in one report, instead of having to send, like you said, multiple reports and find multiple vendors to, you know, incorporate all those different aspects, it is so much easier Mm -hmm. to help your client get to the point you know, of, of a true negotiation. Well, being a one-stop shop, that's, that's what I'm hearing. Truly. It's, um, you know, home buying, it's, such a stressful time. 
it can be unless you work with one of us. Well, that's right. The real, real <laughs> realtors. Hey, I no, said it. That's right. But it can be. You're absolutely right. It, it's a stressful process. And that's why the realtors are there. I said that yeah. to a client the other day because... Um, there was a situation going on and I said, well, that's why you have a realtor is mm-hmm. to take that stress off of you. We're not as emotionally involved and invested Correct. with the process. We are with our clients, but not with the process. So, so I, I, you know, you talk about the one-stop shop and going back to the stress level. Normally, you know, we have this thing called an option period and sometimes the option period is short. It could be five days, seven days, 10 days. Right. And you have all of this. So, that is significant value to have, depending on if you have a, a short option period to get that all done. Well, not only that, but since we have over 20 inspectors, we can typically get to a house, if not the next day, the day after. So Ooh, it gives impressive. you more leverage as right well. Right now, during this extremely busy real estate... Even still. That's Well, you correct. guys were out at my, my client's place on Sunday. I was shocked. That was impressive. Yes, I was shocked. I, I actually picked up the phone and called my client and said, are you sure it is the 27th? <laughs> <laughs> Seven days a week, eight to eight. His 27th was a Sunday. That was last Sunday. Mm-hmm. Well, we understand how important it is for your clients, and that's why it's important to us. Because mm-hmm. if you have something going to contract on you know, Friday, it's not seven business days. That's right. <laughs> it's seven days. That's right. It's calendar days. Exactly. I'm glad you said that because sometimes people get confused with those two. Yeah, we're not shipping you a credit card. They're not seven, <laughs> seven to ten business days. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about each type of inspection. Yeah, so we break things down super simple when it comes to how we set up inspections. So we have three options. Uh, we have the essential, which is your full structural and mechanical inspection. We have your essential plus package, which is the full structural and mechanical and your option of either a full thermal of the internal of the home or a full sewer scope out all the way out to the street. Ah, yeah, the, that sewer scope is mm-hmm. extremely important. We just went through that with a fourplex in Galveston. And the systems down there are a little on the aged side. And uh, you said aged, he said old. I like him. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just shoot straight. (laughs) I like him. (laughs) Dang it. So, um, yeah, it was was something we needed to know. You know, we represented the seller, so it was a little heartbreaking to get the news. But yet, it's important to know, even as a seller, you know, kind of Mm -hmm. what's going on so you know how to handle things. Exactly. So, so the third package that we have is our premier package, which is all of it included. So it comes with the full structural mechanical, the full thermal, and the sewer scope all in one. And what about um, WDI, the wood do- destroying insects? That's included in all of them. Oh, and the great termite also, chase. after you move in, your clients move in, they close. Yay! Uh, we can either <laughs> we can either do a full service uh, pest service before they move in after they close. Ooh, or after that. they close and move in. So that's free with every inspection. I so that's included that. with one, whether it's you go one, two, or three. Correct. Okay. Yeah. I missed that one. That's great. I, I'm so writing that how down. do you, what is the price range? That's the first thing a client asks me. Well, how much is an inspection going to cost? So it really depends. I mean, I'm not going to lie and say we're, you know, the cheapest, but we're the best. 
and, and we pride ourselves on that. So everything's done based on square footage. Okay, that's what that's what mm-hmm. I think most mm-hmm. people want to know is the square footage. Is it square footage? The number of bedrooms? Is it you know what is it? That, is it is it on a foundation? Is it pier and beam? Right. Is there a crawl space? Does it have a pool? Um, do you need stucco or air quality as well? Because we do mold testing, mm-hmm. um, and then we can also do evasive as stucco as well. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. which is super and important those, in Houston. That's right, very important in Houston. Well, it's not you know you you get what you pay for. Exactly, it's not about who is the cheapest to use your word. I would say least expensive, but you can say cheapest if you wish. Well, he's a straight shooter, so <laughs> that's he right. Say I like cheapest. that. Well, well, let me ask you this: when you when you go to the doctor, do you shop around and find the, who has the cheapest price? No, I just let find... my insurance company pays for it. <laughs> or you hope it does. You hope so. <laughs> you better make sure beforehand. That's right. <laughs> You're absolutely correct. I think it's it's not about the price. You want the best service. You want the best service, not only. F- for you, but for your family. You want to know when you flush the toilet, the plumbing is working and the sewers and all that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, no one wants to have buyer's remorse, especially on their first home, but any home. And so why would you cheap out on the, the health assessment of the home? Right. So once you get an inspection, there may be additional inspections that come from that original inspection. And people always ask, well, why don't they... You know, why doesn't an inspector do the AC or why doesn't the inspector do the roof or why doesn't the inspector do a full foundation inspection? And sometimes we have to call the next level out based on. Exactly. Based on how the reporting goes, you might need a next level uh, professional out there. Mm -hmm. I mean, we Mm -hmm. just make an assessment of the information and you can do with it what you want. We'll call things out, but you go to a neurologist when you're having nerve issues. Mm-hmm. You don't go to your family doctor. Right. Your family doctor tells you to go there. Right. And what about that little column that is the D in the... Oh. Because people, the, when the they look at one. that D and they see deficient, they think it's broken. And that's not necessarily what that D means. Not necessarily. And that's not a grade. No, it's, it's just, it could be out of code. I mean, we were speaking just before the podcast about GFCIs. And... In the 1950s, we didn't have those. Right. So we have to call that out because it is a code change. I mean, yeah. and as I always told my clients, a new built home is already out of code. Yeah, because right. they, all the codes are always changing. Exactly. So, so seeing something that's deficient isn't necessarily a red flag. It's, is it a red enough flag, something like the foundation or the roof, that we really need to have a, a, another discussion about the home? So I have a question. Here's my question, Michael. What is this water intrusion thing? It's like the language is, I think I saw it, something like um, water. Yeah, I think the word intrusion was used. How, how do you mean about water like, intrusion? In the roof. Like in, if you see... Like the moisture barrier? Mo- there, there you go. Yeah. Moisture barrier. That's the word. <clears throat> so talk about that one. Yeah, so the moisture barrier, I mean, when they put down the decking on the roof, they didn't then put down a moisture barrier, which is a, a thin piece of plastic typically before they shingle it, mm-hmm. or if it's metal, put down the metal. Um, and that basically keeps the moisture out, or supposed to. I mean, in, in Houston in the summertime, there's no way to keep it out, because mm-hmm. where you have about 100% humidity 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I mean, when they're, when they're checking that, that's what they're talking about, is that layer between the shingle so and the So the decking. moisture intrusion. Correct. Does that mean that... Does it mean or does not mean that water or moisture has 
penetrated the house? What this, what exactly that it, means? It very well can, okay. um, but it, it very well could not. It depends. It's kind of a case-by-case basis. Um, if moisture is getting through uh, that moisture barrier, like say they, they put a nail through it um, and it, they didn't seal it properly, then moisture is going to get through. Water could get through. Mm-hmm. I remember we had a house in Friendswood growing up that was a, a tile roof, and we had skylights. And it, we let's just those say those are always yeah yeah something you've got to watch very closely. So when we say there was a moisture uh, coming through, there was, um, and those are extreme cases. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but on your your typical home, especially a newer home, it's just something you need to check. The I mean, it's good to check anyways. Sure, sure. So what? What um, do you find to be probably the most interesting aspect of what you do? Um, I find the most interesting aspect, honestly, the fact that I am a licensed realtor and I'm a realtor by yeah, trade. Yeah, by the way, we're recruiting and hiring. So <laughs> if anything ever happens, you know, we do work up here too. Just because our office is on the island doesn't mean we don't have a far reach. <laughs> I appreciate the offer. Michelle, would you like to say, I would like to introduce you to my new realtor, Mr. Drone, <laughs> Michael Drone. No, I'm I'm very happy where I'm at. I appreciate the offer. The, I bet the, you get offered a lot, so in, I just thought in, I'd throw our name in the hat. No pun intended. <laughs> That's funny. Well, so you go out, you complete an inspection. What I love about you guys is the timeliness in your report. You know, I just got back a forty-page report same day. Yes, and it actually had photos. Yes, and in in order, you know, that all itemized. Yeah, I mean that's the beauty of it. I mean, our standard is to have reports out by nine a.m. the next day, but typically you can get them the day of. So it's a, like a twenty-four hour turnaround at the at the longest. I mean, if okay. you have a, a an inspection at two p.m., you should still get it by nine a.m. the next day. Cool. That's really good. That's really awesome. really good. That's awesome. And we were kind of joking about the the photos, but there are actually some inspectors that still do reports and don't include photos. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a interesting world that we live in when it comes to the quality of professionals that you hire. So the photos, um, and the way the report comes back, the layout, the layout is really very organized. Mm -hmm. And then at the very end, you get a list of just the deficiencies so that you know, and you don't have to read through. I, I mean, the old way was you'd read through, you'd highlight, you'd scan it back in, and you'd give it to your client and mm-hmm. say, here are all the things that we're worried about. Now when it comes, it just already lays out in a very concise format mm-hmm. the things that you need to be aware of, and it really helps when it comes to going back to, and to negotiate. That reminds me of something, because what I noticed in this report – for the most recent inspection done this past Sunday, the 27th. <laughs> I was freaked out about that. I truly was. Um, I noticed that you, you, there were little caveats that says uh, handyman mm-hmm. or professional. I noticed that, that I did not see in prior reports. So what they're saying, a handyman can do this job or this requires oh, we recommend a professional. professional. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so really really complimentary of you guys it's uh, i mean you don't need a professional to do some of these things to change the doorknob to change a doorknob no <laughs> to add a, a door stop in yeah you don't need a professional to come out there you just need someone that's competent enough to do it and if you can do it yourself um, it's a diy 
It's just a DIY project. And I like that because, you know, most first-time home buyers, and I deal a lot with first-time home buyers, I shouldn't say the word deal, I engage with first-time home buyers. I mean, again, going back to the stress, well, I have to hire a professional. Well, if you hire a professional to do the doorknob, you're going to pay a professional fee. So it's a cost saving if you can do a DIY or a handyman. Exactly. Right. I think we should just change it to YouTube personally. But I go to YouTube for everything. <laughs> <laughs> or my gardener. My handyman goes to YouTube for I everything. I go to YouTube for everything. What did we do without it? If, if not, it's Miguel. <laughs> Miguel. Take yes. care of it. But I think that's very, very important to, because you're telling someone in the report, this is the level of service you need. And that's that's very important, I think. Exactly. It, so, I mean, the biggest thing for me when I was in real estate and sold real estate was spending, like you mentioned, just going through and highlighting everything on that trek form. It's exhausting, not just oh for you as an agent, but for your clients. <clears throat> it's an emotional roller coaster. If they get back a 75-page report on a home built five years ago, oh my gosh, this thing is terrible. And it's got all those highlights on it. Yeah. yeah it's a little scary. For, it's intimidating it, to it, a buyer. It is, especially mm-hmm. someone that's, like I, like you said, a first-time home buyer. Mm-hmm. They've never mm-hmm. done this before. This is their first rodeo, to use a Texas term. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh first rodeo uh oh but uh, oh, no you don't know what you just did <laughs> but that's the that's the beauty of of the way our reporting is done we we utilize technology to the fullest that we can within track guidelines yeah and then also having that repair builder right there so instead of having to get an amendment and try to fill in everything that little box or type out your own thing and keep going back to the report you can just go ding 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 Yep. Check, check, check. We want credit. We want this fixed. And then print it out. Yeah. Easy peasy. What What is it to say? Get her done? I mean, I think that's more <laughs> of like an Atlanta kind of thing. That's a Texas thing. <laughs> I'm staying out of this That's a Texas thing. <laughs> First time I heard that, I was like, what? So we're... We have Michael Drone with Brian and Brian Inspections here with us. And Brian and Brian has really grown in popularity due to your marketing efforts. Mm-hmm. You guys, you have your cars all decked out. So when, and I thought that was really great too. When you're at an, when you have an inspector at a home doing an inspection, that car sitting out front and it has all your information on it. I'm impressed with the way the inspectors dress. They're very professional. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much kind of a uniform type look. Not a uniform, but a uniform type look. And they're they're just extremely professional, the way that they approach That's everything. Important. Yeah. What is your geographic area? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty much everywhere in the greater Houston area. I like that I answer. Mean, <laughs> we'll, we'll go all the way, you know, to Bolivar and to the island and ah. down to Freeport. I've even seen, and we'll go all the way up uh, to the, close to the Conroe area as well. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, we're, so you we're are Houston-based. Correct. You're not like some big franchise all over the no. country or we, anything? We've been in business for going on 26 years now, starting with Greg um, as a, a man in a truck, and we've gone from there. That is really... That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, I always like to hear how a small business grows and expands like that. Well, it's important to the community also. It is. And you guys really have a, a, a prominent footprint now. It's, it's, it's all because if you can get a high-quality product 
just to say it as a business term, if you can get a high quality product to more people, then the rest of it will fill in itself. Business 101. That's right. You take and care of your clients. You take it. care of whether you call them clients or customers. You take care of the people and the rest follows. Absolutely. Everything in this business, as y'all know, is a relationship. Yeah. And, and it's a relationship with you as realtors mm-hmm. and it's a relationship with the clients as well. And that's why we train our inspectors to not create fear or panic. Mm-hmm. when they're talking to clients. That's why they're accessible after the report has already been sent out you as know, well. And that's a really good point to make because a lot of times the client that has engaged your services is there during the inspection. I know inspectors prefer that they're not because of timing. It's not because they don't want anybody there. They just want to get through. They don't want any distractions. But you from what I've seen, um, your inspectors say, look, you know, give me a couple of hours and I'll meet you at the house at this time. And then they do the way that they communicate and relay what they found to the, the buyer is absolutely with, you know, in a way that does not incite or inspire fear or concern. It's, it's definitely very professional. And that helps us with our job because that's really the first you know, communication sure. a client will have is generally with the inspector if they're there. So we've completed the inspection. You get this report. <clears throat> it's highlighted everything that the inspector has assessed that may need attention or, you know, so you discuss it with the client. And then in closing, what purpose that the inspection is there for in the buying process? What's the sole purpose of that inspection? To make sure you're getting a good home. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what it's about. It's about helping people get into the right home based on what they need and what they want. And sometimes, and and I give sellers a lot of times the benefit of the doubt because when you get a seller's disclosure, they're only going off of the information they have and their knowledge. that's it. And that's what the seller's disclosure says is whether you are aware. If you, you know, if a seller is not aware, they can't attest to something that they don't know about. Um, and then, you know, then from our perspective, that, that inspection becomes a very valuable tool to both us as realtors and our clients, but also to the selling side. Mm -hmm. And do you find that most realtors share with most buyers representatives? Let's, let's go from that perspective actually do share that entire inspection report with the seller or just snippets of it? Because we've seen it both ways. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've seen it both ways. Um, and it's, it's different philosophies is what it comes down to for me. Uh, me personally, I never sent a selling agent a report because then it's, if we don't end up closing on it, then they have to disclose all that information. Right. Um, and so, and also they didn't purchase it either on right. the flip side. Correct. So my my client purchased this. I'm not going to give you $700 worth of information for free. Right. So what well, we do, we see it both ways. Once once the negotiations are done and let's say the transaction moves forward out of option period and there were some items that needed to be addressed, is there an opportunity for a follow-up inspection and how does that work? Yeah, so so we can do that. Um, that's definitely one of the things that we add as a, a value add for people is that once the inspection is done, re- repairs are taken care of, we'll go back out and re-inspect it. And is there like a lesser fee for that? Correct. Okay, that's good to know. A post-inspection. So if anybody wants 
to hire you for inspections or hire Brian and Brian for inspections, you have a special deal for our listeners, don't you? We do, yes. So with the three different packages that we have, uh, the one that's going to be the, the best value for your clients or anyone listening right now that needs a home inspection is going to be the essential plus because you have the option of having the, the full thermal of the internal of the home um, or having that sewer scope that we mentioned that was so important. Mm-hmm. And so what we're going to do is we're going to offer $50 off of the essential plus package through the entire month of October. Wow. Oh, so you. if they call Brian and Brian, just mention and what's your, and, and you can, yeah. you can also book your inspection online, can't you? Correct. And we'll confirm everything with you with our in-house call center as well. So what number do they call? And then they mentioned the black and white of real estate, correct? Correct. So they mentioned that they heard us from a podcast and then you can go to inspectorteam.com. That's going to be the best way to, to get in there. Say that again, please. Inspectorteam.com. Okay. Inspectorteam.com. I like that. $50. Mention the black and white of real estate podcast. $50 off the essential plus. Correct. That's a great bargain. Thank you. We really Thank appreciate you. you doing that. I know our listeners will appreciate that as well. We just want to help as many people as we can, truly. Well, I know that, you know, like we were talking about before the show, we do give our clients a list. We're not uh, able to just direct a client to a certain vendor. We try to make it fair. So we always do include Brian and Brian because our clients have had such great success with your company. So you're one of our three pretty consistently. Yep. Well, we thank you for your time today. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for coming into the studio and sharing valuable information with our clients and listeners. Michael is a local person. I don't want to say local boy. That sounds a little... He's so young I mean, I do turn 30 on Monday, so Oh my goodness, he is a local man. A local young man. He grew up in the area, so he knows knows this area. And I thought that was really cool, too, that he's grown up here and he's stayed around here and got a career going. And that's always nice to hear. Yeah. I appreciate that. I love Kima. I, I can move here. I love this little cup time. Well, well, we do you thank know a you. good agent that can get you here? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure do. <laughs> sure do. That's right. Real Living, the hat maker group. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get a plug in for the office, okay? Well, Michael, Drone, thank you. With Brian and Brian, thank you. We thank you for um, giving us and our listeners some valuable information also for the gift of $50 for essential plus and inspector team.com. That's inspector team.com. Thank That's you. That's it. You're welcome. So Michelle. Yes, ma'am. Let's move on to our, what's going on in the community. Oh, I bet there's a lot. Fall is always a busy time yes. and we're starting to see more and more people get out mm-hmm. and do things, still adhering to social distancing and respecting uh, other people around them. But there's a lot starting to pick up again. The beaches were packed this past weekend. They've been packed mm-hmm. all summer long. And that Galveston really... Beach just packed. It has been a fabulous fall already. We have the vacation rental division mm-hmm. within Reliving the Hatmaker Group. It's called Beach Time Vacation Rentals. And I have to give a shout out on that one. The Daily News had their 2020 Reader's Choice Awards. And we are in the top Sweet for vacation rentals, and I am just ecstatic because our little company. As they say, shut the front door. (laughs) 
scared me there for a minute. <laughs> but the other two companies that um, were in the top three have hundreds of vacation nice. rental units. And we're really small potatoes right now. But growing. But growing. And so for us to be in the top three was such an honor. And we want to thank everybody that voted for us and supported us. So we're just ecstatic. But the vacation rental side has been really, really busy. We um, we have a new listing coming up at the Grand, the West Beach Grand. Mm-hmm. And uh, although it cannot be used for a vacation rental or short-term rental because that building doesn't offer that opportunity to owners, man, this little condo has a great view, perfect golf view. And it's only 149 The Grand is on? West Beach. Okay. Yeah, it's on uh, FM 3005. Termini, San Luis Pass Road. You know how those Galveston streets are. Termini, I've heard it says. Termini. <laughs> It, uh, every every street down there has two names. It's oh, yes. the weirdest thing. But um, but yeah, West Beach Grand, it's a little one-bedroom condo that the minute you walk in, all you see is golf view. So we're excited water, about getting that one. Yeah, it was. But there's a lot going on. So really quick, what's happening in our community? We have friends with Chamber of Commerce. They have Sway in the Fall at Top Golf. And that happens October eighth. We ought 8th. to go do that. I love Top Golf. <clears throat> I just like the Bloody Marys. <laughs> just the Bloody Marys. That's right. You are. You, you drink that <laughs> tomato juice stuff. I I can't it's do my vitamin D. I can't do tomato juice any way you look at it. It's got to be spaghetti sauce or that's fall it. into the spring. Top Golf. We ought to do that. Mm-hmm. October eighth. It's a Thursday. Then we have Firing Up for Families, and this is all Friends with Chamber of Commerce. It's a barbecue um, drive through and that's October 18th. So if you want some barbecue, and call support, that's right, and support Friends with Chamber of Commerce. Mm-hmm. Uh, one that is near, near and dear to me is Galveston Professional Athletes, and we talked about this last week. Michael came by know, the other I day, and him. you weren't there. He at called the and office. harassed me. He called me. He was so sweet to stop in and say hello. Well, Michael is a former NFL uh, with the San Francisco 49ers, he's a former linebacker. Yes, he is. And he is just the sweetest man. And when he wears his rings, oh, it's, my it's like this. It's like put you a ring on the finger. you got to be as big as he is to hold up those hands. Yeah, it's just like put a ring on the, uh, rings on the finger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to be having, I say we because I volunteer, um, Galveston Professional Athletes, their second annual golf tournament. And it benefits ball high athletes. And for many of you, we talked about this ball high as a local school in and around Galveston, probably as far as Harrison, Brazoria County, has more professional athletes that have come through that from that school, whether it's NLB players, um, basketball players or NFL players. They have more of their students going pro. That's right. I think it's the entire Houston area, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. They so that's produce some... the, the, the most, like you said, the most of the athletes that are yeah. out there. Yeah. So uh, whether it's um, baseball, basketball, football, as well as track, that's my, my thing. So they're going to be having their annual golf classic, and that's next week, October 9th, at Galveston County Country Club. Let me say that. Country Club. <laughs> And that is so not a country club out there. I promise you, it is a country club. For more information, (laughs) 
For more information, you can visit Galveston Professional Athletes' Facebook page. Then we're moving on to Galveston Regional Chamber of Commerce, and we try to keep these folks all in alphabetical order, so we are, it's fair to all concerned. Okay. <laughs> They're having their 31st annual golf tournament on October 12th through the 16th, as well as Lemonade Day. That's right. October 24th. So 31st is the golf tournament in Galveston, Moody Gardens. Lemonade Day is all over Galveston County, and the theme is Halloween. That will be a lot of fun. Yes, and all the little kiddos come out, and oh, when you ask them how they made their 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 their, their, their lemonade booth and their lemonade, yeah, because they, they have to build their own booth and come up with their marketing mm-hmm. plan and their budget. They'll it's tell a you. wonderful yeah, entrepreneurial it's a great, experience. Great, yeah. And then going to, uh, let's see, Texas City Chamber of Commerce. They have the Chamber U Workshop Series. Uh, That's really, really good. They're going to be focused on digital marketing. Then we have the Young Professionals Leading Without Titles. And I am actually the facilitator for this, where it's the YP group, the Young Professionals. And this would be part three of Leading Without Titles. And that's a great group, and that would be on October 21st. It's um, a hybrid program. It's in person at the chamber for those locals, as well as um, virtual. And, and that's a fun thing. So how do you address, because right, you said something. Did leading, you say address or address? How do you address. Okay. How do you, because you're the facilitator, how are you going to address that leading without titles? Because it seems like, and we had this conversation the other day, you and I, about Mm -hmm. people always wanting a title Mm -hmm. and how important it is for them to have a title. How do you address that with these young folks to make them understand that leadership doesn't come with a title? A title comes with leadership, basically. Well, we only have about eight minutes left. (laughs) That's a whole other podcast. That's a whole other podcast. But the idea with this program, and this was purposefully selected by the Texas City Chamber, is simply because in many industries, whether banking or petrochemical or uh, or educational or medical, what you find that they are very bright and creative, up-and-coming leaders, but they haven't found their place yet in that organization how to lead, how to display those, because you don't need a title to lead. Correct. So the program is about getting in position, as I like to say, and what are the things that you must do or should do to establish yourself as a leader? Because you are a supervisor or manager, then make you a leader. That's right. Okay. So, but there are things, for example, uh, your integrity, When you tell someone it's done, that person, and you follow through, you are telling that person, you can trust me. Yes. So, but that's a whole different, but that's what leading uh, without titles, because titles is just another way, in my humble opinion, to either stroke yourself or to say, you know, um, it's either, could be used as a control mechanism or it could be used as a positive mechanism. But when you can lead without a title, it really shows who you are. True leadership. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So that's on Wednesday, October 21st, Texas City Chamber. You can visit their website. 
and look for lead, leading without titles. It's a young professional. League City Chamber of Commerce. Oh, Texas City. Uh, let me just say Galveston have their annual women's conference. I forgot that. That's a great Galveston yes. Chamber. And that's November 12th. Good deal. And then League City Chamber has State of Counties Luncheon. That's coming up October 6th. And that's Brazoria, Galveston, and Harris Counties. You've got all of their leaders coming out for that. That's always an extremely mm-hmm. valuable luncheon to yeah, attend. Yeah, it's at Hometown's Heroes, Hometown I'll be out of Heroes town. Park. I'll be there. And then Brad Dassel from Santa Fe Chamber of Commerce. That Yay! is always so much Ten years. fun. That event is absolutely a blast. Ten years that Pam and her team... It's a fun, hip girls and now guys come in. Yeah, it's it really is, a good mix. And it's at Hack Winery. As it's always been at Hack Winery. That's right. And that's a great place for an event like that, too. Yeah, it's fun, fun, fun. So are they doing pumpkins or bras this year? Because I think they kind of switch it back and forth. I think forth. it's pumpkins this year. The decorating? Mm-hmm, the decorating pump- pumpkins. And those women go all out. We have seen yeah, pumpkins it is decorated no in barred. like bras. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking one of a kind. Yeah, they're and great. And that's October 22nd, and it starts at 5.30 to 8.00. It is so much fun. We're going to that. You don't know that yet, but we we're always going. go to that. Yeah, and don't forget, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so that's what this is all about. That's right. And then we have in Texas City, we have the Legislative Luncheon. That's Texas City Chamber, and that will be with Randy Weber, Larry Taylor, Greg Bonin, Maze Middleton, all the guys. Mm-hmm. We need to get a girl in there. Hey. I was working on it. We need to get a female <laughs> in that group. It's important. And that happens October 8th, um, and that's going to be at Doyle Convention Center, 1130. That is another really good luncheon to attend, because yeah. that's hearing on the state level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then last but not least, I love this, because I went to one of the Women in Business Stories of Success. That's a great group. Mm-hmm. And that's Texas City Chamber as well. It's, um, it's a virtual and that's October 15th. And several prominent women in business come out and share, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Right. So I, I, like, I like that. Well, it's really exciting because it's very supportive. I mean, other women that are business owners, you know, sometimes you kind of get siloed and you aren't you sure do. if you're doing things the right way or <coughs> should you do it this way or that way or what challenges you're facing? Have other people faced those same challenges? And if they have, how did they handle it? And I really think it's women communicate with women differently than obviously than men communicate with men or women. Mm-hmm. And so to kind of have that girl power, so to speak, um, in a professional level is really helpful. Then you, you realize that you're not alone as a female business owner. I love that. I love that, Michelle, because I call it working in your business or on your business. And women are notoriously bitchy. You know, what, what is good? I, I don't want to share my secret sauce right. with you. Women That's are right. just So for women to come out and empower other women... I think that's just... It's phenomenal. Yeah. And that group is like that. Yeah. And that's one of the the key things that is so... That I admire so much about that. You should see Michael looked at me when I said the, the B-I-T-C-H-Y word. <laughs> well, you already said it. So. 
<laughs> so now she spells now it. Now I'm spelling it. <laughs> but we but that, was that a look of agreement? Was it a look of agreement or shock? You should have I seen the look on his face. It's like, <laughs> was it a look of agreement or shock? I am the wild one, if you can't tell. <laughs> I'm the Brooklyn girl living in Texas. I can see oh, that. Lord. <laughs> But no, we are. And, and you know, I, I had my own brick and mortar company for 10 years. And I find that even today, women are don't want to share the secret sauce when in fact, when you share, it's a form of leadership. It is a form of leadership. Yeah. Whether and you, you mentor and share and guide. And you find it in this profession as well. I know that You've been licensed for a year, but you've run across... Next month is my one-year anniversary. You run across situations with other oh, realtors, yes. and the, the main ones that I've probably had maybe kind of a little tumultuous situation with would be female. Yeah. I generally don't have an issue with male realtors, and I don't know what it is other than what you just said, and there's just kind of a... We're just little biatches. Yeah, there's just a little <laughs> bitchiness involved and attitude, and it shouldn't be that way. Well, folks, that's all for now. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to end with the B word. Are that's you kidding right. me? <laughs> that's all for now. <laughs> Well, it was a great show, and we thank you, Michael Drone, with Brian and Brian Inspections, for being with us today. Thanks for putting up with us. It was my pleasure. There's nothing to put up with. This was a blast. <laughs> thank you for your generous gift to our listeners. So, listeners, you know, go out there, comment, like on our Facebook page, Real Living. If you don't want to remember the black and white of real estate, we're with Real Living, the Hatmaker Group. This is Story News. And Michelle Hatmaker, signing off. <laughs>